far back as I could remember, I always wanted to be a... Josh Cohen and home team. Listening to Josh Cohen and the Home Team with Dean Thomas and Tina. Delivered by Brightline. Live life on the bright side. It's a Twin Peaks Tuesday. Twin Peaks, the ultimate sports lodge for eats, drinks, and scenic views. This is ESPN 1063. Because every day above ground is a good day, Tina says. Let's do this. It is the home team, and we are live in the HOV land. We are 4 to 6 in the PM. Remember, you don't need ESPN 1063 FM on the radio to hear us. You can hear us live. By telling any smart speaker, play ESPN 1063. And of course, on the ESPN app. There he is, everyone. It is the UFC's new king of all media, Dean Thomas. Hey, how are you, Josh Cohen? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. How, about, how about that greeting? Huh? <laughs> yeah. How about that? I wanted to come in with a bang, you know what I'm yeah. saying? I wanted to let everybody know that I'm here in the building. Well, we're glad you're back. Yesterday, obviously, you had a procedure. We'll talk about that in the next segment of the show, but we're glad that you are here, mm-hmm. that you appear to have your wits and faculties about you, and that mm-hmm. you're sitting. Yes. <laughs> and that's, yes, so you're sitting. And that's important as well. <laughs> yes, able, it is. Able to sit. Uh, <laughs> Tina's got herself today her hair back in a bubble braid. And a bubble braid is big now um, with like tennis players mm-hmm. where it's like a bunch and then a tie and then a bunch and then a tie and then a bunch. So it looks almost like a balloon animal. Yes. Like you take a balloon and yeah, you twist it. Yeah, I, I noticed that. It. Like I didn't know what was going on there, but her like a balloon animal looks like it got a, a condition. It, wow. Like, it, you know, part of the, you know what I'm saying, some of them little bubbles ain't really all that. Flake, to you know me, it looks not like the same size. To me, it looks like an animal that needs a conditioner. Yeah. <laughs> nah. I, I like the bubble braid. Thank you. Did you see the video where the girl had the bubble braid, but she <laughs> had the... All right, all right. All right, all right. Great minds think alike. All right, all right. Great I knew that's what alike. we're going to. Great okay. minds think alike. Okay. Okay. Uh, I hate you guys. We'll get to that in a little <laughs> bit. Uh, Serena Williams is back in action as we speak. She lost the first set, 7-5. She now leads three games nil in the second set against Harmony Tan, who is a French national and is terrible at tennis. Serena should have been out of this about an hour ago. And uh, Serena's rusty, obviously. Dean, it's been a year since she last played. I know. She hasn't played a match since Wimbledon a year ago. But this girl she's playing today, this woman rather, is terrible. Serena just struck out. She's lo- she's losing to a girl who's terrible. I know. As I'm looking at like she just struck out. Like she missed the ball totally. More than it's not striking out. All right. So no more watching tennis. Stay with me on this. No. Uh, I know you're not interested before. I never should have brought it up. Never. I'm just letting the audience know that Serena's back in action. She lost the first set. We'll let you know as situations develop, but she is up 3 0 in the second set. Um, and she's receiving serve as we speak. Deshaun Watson, disciplinary hearing began today. Former federal judge Sue Robinson presiding. We don't know her track record because. It's the first time that she's been in this role. It's the first time the NFL's had this uh, disciplinary-type committee situation. The NFL is expected to ask for a minimum of a one-year suspension. The league, reportedly, is going to ask for one year at minimum. Indefinite suspension, no shorter than one year. Before we go any further, does that sound fair? Does that sound right? What does that sound like the NFL is doing based just on that and what we know about 24 civil suits, 20 of which have been settled, a new suit that alleges that the Texans were aware and complicit, turned a blind eye, 
When you hear that the NFL is looking for a one-year suspension, what does that tell you? To me, look, first off, I'm thinking um, something doesn't really – it doesn't really register right in my brain of why they're asking for a suspension at all. Why? Because it almost seems like they know he did something wrong, mm-hmm. but because they don't – but he hasn't been charged for it, but they're just trying to save face and say, you know what, let's just give him a year because we know he did something wrong. As but, opposed to what? As opposed to like just letting him go scot free, letting him go scot free. Well, you can't do that. But I'm just saying. Or, I mean, at the end of the day, like, I mean, what he did. I mean, you either have to say what he did was wrong. What he's or alleged of. What he's alleged doing. of doing is right. like is wrong. But or why? How can you punish him at all? Because the, he hasn't been accused of it. I mean, an- he hasn't been convicted. The anesthesia still is floating yeah, around in no, your bloodstream. No, what I'm saying is, if he hasn't been convicted of it, right. Or found guilty, right. then how is he wrong at all? That's and a, then how can you punish him at all? Right, because that's the difference between the civil side, the criminal side, and remember, there's code of conduct. So you can violate the code of conduct without breaking the law. You understand? Right. You can call someone a fat B word. Uh, you can call someone by a terrible uh, religious, racial, sexual slur. It's not against the law, but it's against the code of conduct, right? It's against the NFL's code of policy of conduct, which means that what you've done isn't illegal, but now you're in trouble at work. So, but what did he do that they're, that they're accusing him of being in trouble at work? He is accused of 24 civil suits alleging sexual assault, sexual harassment, um, acts in, that are unnatural and indecent by Texas law or otherwise against women with intent under those 24 that already filed civil suit. And keep in mind, there were two others that filed criminal complaints that did not file civil suit. So what he is accused of, you know what he's accused of. Yeah, I know what he's accused of. And you know the details of that, right? Right. So what that does is that is large enough that it brings irrepute to the organization with which he works, plays, and it also brings irrepute to the National Football League. The NFL doesn't need a court to tell them when they can suspend someone or fine someone. The NFL decides for themselves. But the thing is, now with discipline, the commissioner no longer hands this down. Now there's a committee. Mm-hmm. There's this disciplinary committee, which is overseen by this woman, Sue Robinson, who was a former federal judge. And then the commissioner has the ability then to go beyond that. But um, the union, players union, and the, uh, you know, the NFLPA and the league itself – they're going to argue, hold on, that's too much. Because the players' union, they're there to protect. Mm-hmm. They're, they're not there to say, okay, yeah, you're right. They're there to say, hold on, hold on, that's way too much. And they're there to argue the other side. What proof is there? Why are we doing this to this guy? Meanwhile, the Cleveland Browns structured that deal, as you guys learned last week, so that he's making 45 whatever million dollars this year, and each game he misses, he'll only lose $57,000. Terrible. Right. So when I'm just saying, man, like... Either you fire the dude or just be like... When you say fire, the league can't fire him. you talking about the league banning him? Yeah. Like being banned from the league? That's what I would do. One of your 32 owners just gave him a quarter billion dollars. I know, that's what I'm saying. Like, if, it, if he wasn't that Guaranteed. dude making all that money, this would be that wouldn't be the question. Like, they, he should, like, if he was anybody else accused of doing what he did, he should be fired. Well, some, some people are worth... You know, again, it's the juice worth the squeeze. Some juice, it's easy to squeeze. That orange is nice and ripe. Some you got to work for. And is the juice worth it? Deshaun Watson not only was someone that teams wanted, one team was willing to give him a quarter billion dollars guaranteed. In mm-hmm. the midst of all this, 
only knowing he wasn't facing criminal charges. Remember, it was a Friday Mm -hmm. in which it was no criminal charges will be filed. And then the next Friday, it was here's this contract at $230 million guaranteed. Tina, when you hear that uh, the league is looking for one-year suspension and hopefully indefinite uh, by terminology, what what do you think? What, What does that say to you? So I do have a question. Yes. Why are they doing this before, like, everything is settled? And, again, everything is kind of like, again, even though 20 of the 24 case civil cases have been, like, settled, like, there's still those four remaining. Because like, why are they doing this now and right. not waiting? Because this has nothing to do with the civil cases whatsoever. This has nothing to do with whether or not someone decided to take this money or refuse this money or wants more and holding out. These are independent. So, basically, the NFL isn't concerned with when she says, okay, that's enough for me, or when she says, nope, keep going, as much as they are with their investigation. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They don't care about it. They don't, they don't care about They don't care do about they, the women. Do they care about now with, like, the Houston Texans possibly being involved? Well, that, that, that'll be something that they'll deal that's with totally the Texans different. on. Completely different. Yeah, because that's, com- that's a completely different thing. The NFL um, has a code of conduct, a policy for owners and coaches and players, and it covers everything from what you can and can't, shouldn't, shouldn't say and represent on social media to in person to obviously things involving gambling, etc. This isn't an instance in which a woman said he, during a massage, exposed himself. This isn't a case of a woman saying that he, during massage, forced me to touch his genitalia in a sexual manner. This is... 24 separate women that filed civil lawsuits and other women that filed criminal complaints that said, I don't want any money. I don't want to be a part of any civil lawsuit. I just want this scumbag to go to jail. I want this scumbag to get help. And you say, that's kind of harsh, JC. That's not my language. Those aren't my terms. That's described by those who said, I'm not interested in a civil suit. I'm not interested in getting paid. What I'm interested in is somebody going to jail. Because this was intentional, and clearly there's a pattern of behavior that's disturbing, and clearly there's consistencies between people in their story that never met one another prior to having the... In other words, you've got a woman that texted her friend and said, oh my God, you won't believe this. And text, he did this, he said that, he then forced this. And then you got another woman, and she texted her friend the same exact thing, you know, pretty close about mm-hmm. her incident. And this is before anyone came forward. This is- that, that's before anyone talked to the Tony Busby right. attorney representing them. Because when you have an attorney representing all of the above, you can then get on the same page. Yeah, for he sure. He said this, he did that. When it's prior to, now I've got an issue. That was the Michael Jackson issue. Mm-hmm. And people still struggle with that. And I go, listen, don't struggle with it. When you got a little boy in Australia, and you got a little boy in America, and you got a little boy in Germany, and there's no internet, and they don't know each other, they never met each other, and they're telling you he said this, then he does this, and he does that, how can they all be dreaming up, imagining the same thing? Right. I get that. Okay. All I'm saying is that by punishing him, you're admitting that you understand that he did wrong. But what he did wrong is worth more than a year suspension is what I'm saying. So that's the answer to the question that I asked you. When you hear the league is asking for a year... Um, you say not enough. It's not enough. The league wants a, the league uh, re- reportedly the NFL wants an indefinite suspension. 
which is the safe way to play it. Right. Because what that means is you're suspended till we say otherwise. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that may mean that there's more stuff coming or more details are exposed. And then you realize, okay, it's going to last longer. Or, okay, you know what? I mean, the Cleveland Browns, keep in mind, the NFL would also like to punish the Browns. Because what the NFL would like to say the Browns is, we know what you did. We're not stupid. If JC and Dean Thomas and Tina have figured out what you've done <laughs> with your contract for him, I'm pretty sure the NFL, I think the NFL's better at this than we are. Probably. Right. I, think, I think so. I think they know structuring and intent um, of contracts and such. So the NFL would very much like to punish Mr. Watson, but they also would like to send a message to the Browns and others by saying, yeah, nice try. Right. Nice try. Um, because then, you know, this this year you're getting paid on this. He's going to get hit hard with a with a fine, and he's going to get hard with a suspension. And he's obviously paying so far twenty of the twenty four civil suits they've already been paid. Mm-hmm. And when they're official, they're they're withdrawn, they're gone, and then that's over with. But let's just talk for a second about how disturbing it is that you've got a twenty six year old whose forehead looks like mine. Is that a lot of worrying? What's your yeah, deal, dude? <laughs> Why does your forehead look like mine? Look at the lines in my forehead, and yeah. then look at Deshaun Watson's he forehead. Yeah, he got an old man face. He's got the He does. He, he doesn't look his age at he all. He got the same lines in his forehead that I do. Mm-hmm. He's got the one eye that's a little bit smaller than the other. It's a little. It's a little something. He just. He. I hate to say it, but he. Lo- he looks creepy. Yeah. And I know a dude who went to high. His wife went to high school with him, and said you would not believe the things that he would say to her in high school. Oh, no. He did a nice job of playing golly gee shucks, you know, guy for the first four years at Clemson. Yeah. But- like, he's a great football player. He's a great football player. But he also appears to have a sexual um, fetish, and he also appears to be a serial sexual predator in regards to getting women into a confined place where he's already in disrobe and then attempting to either force action to happen if required, otherwise asking and begging for action that of a sexual nature to happen under the fake ruse, under the ruse of its therapeutic massage yeah. for sports purpose. And the NFL should be ashamed of themselves for allowing this man to continue to play. Well, I mean, he's not been convicted of anything. He's not been charged with anything. I know, but they're also admitting that he's done wrong. How well they're admitting that this is a bad look for the league. They're admitting that when you have 24 women that have all filed civil suit, obviously there's something that doesn't look good for the NFL, and, and it's not making employees feel good either. Right, and that that should be enough for me to be like, yo, we got to get rid of this guy. But because he's you know a quarter of a billion dollars in invested from the league, you know, the team, him. the league could ban him. The, the league could ban him. The, I think they should. The league could ban him and tell the Browns, hey, that's your deal. You got to yeah. pay him what you got to pay him. That's not our problem. It's your problem. The league could, but it's very unlikely they would. Of course, because they don't care. Well, it's not just that, but he wasn't charged. He wasn't, forget about convicted. He wasn't charged with anything. Yes, he wasn't charged criminally, but they know what he did because they're punishing him. Well, they don't know if he did or didn't. What they know is it's a really bad look. And generally where there's smoke, there's fire. And this isn't a he said, she said. It's a he said, she said, she said, she said, she said. I'm going to stop saying she said because it might turn into something else. Right. But 24 times plus others, plus others that filed criminal charges but not wanting to participate in the civil suit. And I think that's important to know. I think it's important for people to remember there are accusers who did not want to be part of a civil suit. 
They did not want to provide details under deposition. They did not want to sue him for financial benefit or, you know, um, recourse. And wait a minute. What they this, wanted, what they wanted was just justice. And this was just in a period of during COVID, right? 17 month period. A 17 month period. 65 known massage appointments were made. The other issue that Tina brought up was the new lawsuit filed uh, that alleges that the Houston Texans were aware. And not only did they aid, but also abed Mr. Watson, um, that would also be indicated by the NDA mm -hmm. that showed up in Mr. Watson's locker, locker that said, you got to make your massage therapist sign this. There is a woman who owns a massage chain in the Houston area who said she notified the Texans. She told the Texans, yo, um, he's had sex with at least two uh, massage therapists I know of, just so you know. And yo, he didn't want one of our licensed professional therapists to work on him. Instead, he hit up this woman um, from Instagram that wasn't even certified, licensed yet. So... There's a lot. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot to unpack here. But for the Houston Texans, that issue is completely separate. We have to separate what the Texans knew, when they knew it, and what they did to either cover, conceal, or assist. That's completely separate because the NFL would deal with the Texans. Mm -hmm. But right now, the disciplinary committee is dealing with Deshaun Watson. Man, listen. But none of this surprises me because we know how the NFL works. I mean, it's a, you know, it's a... It's a pretty ugly institution. How so? Because I mean, from you know all that's been going on and how you know they conduct themselves in many different ways. Yeah, this past you know, year pretty, hasn't been the greatest. It hasn't for been the them, greatest though. year for them, right? You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of different allegations between the way they treat women and people of color. Like it just hasn't been great for them, right? But again, and that's what I'm saying. It doesn't surprise me. That they're just trying to save face and go, okay, let's just get But America here. doesn't care. I know America doesn't care. If you look at the highest rated TV shows of last fall, 14 of 15 were NFL games. 19 of 20 were NFL games, I believe. There is no question it is the most popular sport in America. Mm -hmm. It is the most watched sport in America. It is the most profitable sport in America. It is the Super Bowl, obviously, we know is the most watched TV event in this country every year. The NFL's a machine, dude, and Americans don't care if you beat women, if you sexually abuse women. They don't care. They don't care if you burn the flag. They don't care if you demand that others stand for the anthem. People just love their NFL football. The brand is the brand is the brand. And the brand in woke times, in a culture of accountability, or at least corporations pretending to be or being forced to be, You've got the official pizza, the official soft drink, the official beer, the official automotive, the official everything of the NFL, right? And those companies and those corporations, they have to answer to their stockholders and their employees and their partners. But really, the stockholders are like, I don't care if he, if he killed his mom. Is my, give me my money. Yeah. Is my stock worth more? When we begin to put money... Above all else, as a society, we fail. When we, because money's supposed to be to allow you to live, right? When we put money, and we do, above what's right or what's fair 
or what's important, then obviously we've lost as a society. I know, but I mean, and I get it, and I understand that, but I mean, it really just comes down to we don't play by the same rules. And if you're in the NFL, you can get away with a lot more, and those guys get away with a lot more you can because get away, they're in the NFL. You can get away with as much as you can depending on how good you are, how valued you right. are to a team. Right. Because if this were the fourth-string quarterback – First of all, it wouldn't be big news. It wouldn't be big. He'd be gone. He'd be gone. Right before it was big news, yeah. End of story. It you know, Ray Rice never played in the NFL again because he was on the wrong side of thirty. Right. It wasn't because he punched his fiance in the face and then dragged her unconscious body out of the elevator to try to wake her up. Right. He didn't play again because he was on the wrong side of thirty and that juice wasn't worth that squeeze. But Joe Mixon, that you referred, you referenced yourself to, and I was like, "Don't say that either." Oh yeah, he's I on he's on video in a pizza joint, punching a girl, knocking her out, punching her face, <sighs> and then he played in the Super Bowl this past year because he was a college kid and he was dumb and he was wrong and he made a mistake and he's accountable and he's sorry. And then here we go, and he's young and he's good and he gets a chance. You will get as many chances as you are talented. That is your, so true. <laughs> your your juice is worth your squeeze when your juice is that sweet. Yeah. And but if you ain't got no sweet juice. Correct. Then there's no use for you. The rules are not the same for all of us. The same rules do not apply for all of us. Nope. He is not being treated. Um, you know, it, it, look, the Cleveland Browns said we know that there's 24 civil lawsuits pending against you. And we know that uh, there's more problems and trouble ahead. But we really want you to be a part of this football team because eventually you're going to help us win. Here's a quarter of a billion dollars guaranteed and five million more. If the same dude came to work here and applied for a job at Good Karma Brands at ESPN West Palm, and they said criminal stuff, he said, "Well, in full disclosure, I have these civil suits that are pending against me. What are these civil suits? There's 24 civil suits against me alleging these things. 24, right? This company would say, "You thanks, but no thanks." Yeah. Not that you're guilty, but your juice ain't worth the squeeze because lots of people can do what you do here. Mm-hmm. Um, it's up to every culture to decide for themselves. But if someone didn't give, you know, if the Browns didn't give Deshaun Watson $230 million, somebody was going to give him 229 Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, but to me, it's just, I mean, it's very unfair. But, and, and so I, is life. I know. And, and I heard something from, uh, what's his name? Mike Tomlin over the weekend. I, I watched that. Uh, Believe it or not, I actually watched the um, the podcast, podcast with uh, Cause, Ryan cause Clark because yeah. your, your boy Ryan Clark was yeah, on. Yeah, and he said, "I treat every, I treat every, I don't treat everyone the same, but I treat everyone, everyone fair." Yeah, right, right. and but that's in, in NFL. It just seems like no one gets treated fairly, by, and nor the same. The, no one gets treated fairly by whom? By maybe the institution of and the, the NFL? NFL. Yeah. You get no one gets treated the same, but you get treated fairly. But I don't know if and they get treated saying, fairly because, like, the whole thing with, you know, this Deshaun Watson thing. To me, that's not fair. To whom? To anybody. I mean, what he did, alleged to have done. What, what he's alleged to have done wouldn't have flew with you said the fourth string quarterback. Like they would have just Correct. been going, get rid of him. Correct. And that's so to me, this, that's not fair. But this is your anti-bully mentality. That's the thing. This is your mentality of, you know, bleep Will Smith because he wouldn't have done that if it was The Rock instead of Chris Rock. Right. What you're saying is, hey, man, if you want to say it to her, say it to me. If you Great. You want that consistency. Mm-hmm. And that, but your mind is on that anti-bullying thing of if you wouldn't say it to him, then don't say it to him. Right. 
But it just that's not how it it's works. It's not in the how real it world. works. I get it. As you know, as I know both. Okay. When we return, Dean had what inserted into him yesterday? The uncomfortable but crucial and important details next. Might actually save someone's life, mm-hmm. as a matter of fact. That is what's next. And a lot more. It's the home team on ESPN 106.3. You're listening to Josh Cohen and the Home Team with Dean Thomas and Tina. Delivered by Brightline. Live life on the bright side. It's a Twin Peaks Tuesday. Twin Peaks, the ultimate sports lodge for eats, drinks, and scenic views. This is ESPN 106.3. This is JC and the HT with Dean Thomas and Tina. And we are delivered by Brightline. GoBrightline.com. It is a Twin Peaks Tuesday. This Saturday night, UFC 276. Remember, no need to buy it at home, $74.99. Go to Twin Peaks, eat, drink, scenic views, enjoy yourself like that. Dean's got an important message on behalf of the Kaiser University. It was another season full of championships for the Kaiser Seahawks. The men's golf team recently captured their first NAIA championship. Coach Brandon Miller was named Coach of the Year, and freshman Jakob Stubhog won national individual championships. The golf team also dominated in the classroom with an average GPA of over 3.8. Kaiser also captured championships in men's swimming, women's swimming, and men's soccer. But get the latest on Seahawk athletics. Check out KUSeahawks.com. That's KUSeahawks.com. And remember, ESPN 106.3 is the flagship home for Kaiser Seahawks football. I'm a big fan of his. Yakov, Yakov, Stubhog. Yeah, I want to meet this guy. I gotta meet him. Your beard looks like it's getting darker. Is that the stem cells, or it might be putting a little bit of? No, I ain't putting nothing in that. Putting a little something in that. No, a little sweetener. No, 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 I ain't putting nothing in that. Doesn't it? Doesn't it seem a little darker than normal? I'm just getting. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm reversing the age. I'm get. I got Benjamin Button. It's either the stem cells or he's putting just for men. No, I I see gray. No, he, he, I mean, he's always had a great chin, <laughs> but it looks darker does than it look normal. Darker? Yeah. It you know what I'm saying? I'm, I got Benjamin Button. Yes. Uh, yesterday, you had a very important situation. You had a procedure. You had um, something that needed to be inserted. And that's never fun, but it's always really important. Why don't you tell us why you weren't at work yesterday and why it was you were a little bit groggy ex post facto. What happened yesterday? Man, yesterday, I got a colonoscopy. It's one of those things you got to do. One of the things you got to do. Yep. You got to do it. Yep. And I got the prep. The prep was on Sunday. So like, so but it wasn't involved? that bad. The prep, the prep actually wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. I mean, it's a little gross and I think that kind of grosses people out, mm-hmm. but it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. All the right. hardest part was just not being able to eat solid food, but I'm, but it took me back to my old days, back when I was cutting weight. Cutting weight. So, yeah. like, I was in it. I was like, yeah, I felt like I was cutting weight. But I was able to drink a lot, so I was drinking a lot and eating a lot. And, I mean, not eating at all, but I was drinking a lot. So, like, you know, having to use the bathroom right. was, like, very... And so you scheduled yeah. a colonoscopy yeah. with Cleveland Clinic in Florida. Yeah, I scheduled a colonoscopy with Cleveland Clinic. Are you high risk? Do you have a family history? No, I wasn't, but I just okay. wanted, I wanted, because I know how important that is. So I wanted to do the right thing and make sure that I was getting had And as a black male yeah. in America, you're a higher risk group. Right. So I wanted to make sure I had no issues going on. Gotcha. So so the prep was you can't eat for a little while there, yeah. and, but you can drink a lot of stuff and you had to drink your stuff. And then uh, you had to wake up early on Monday? Wake up early on Monday, and my son drove me over to the Cleveland Clinic office, to the main, 
to the main headquarters Very you know, nice. in, in St. Lucie West. Very nice. And uh, we get there, greeted by the security guy at the front. Mm -hmm. Very nice man. Gave me a little sticker. Mm -hmm. Sent me over to the registration lady. What kind of sticker? Like a, like yeah, a, like a gold star? Like no. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was like a... Uh, it was, uh, you know, with, a, with my picture on it. You know what I'm saying? With one of the little Gold patient, star, one star of those fish, I don't know. Patient stickers. Gotcha. It was a oh. patient sticker. Yep. Gave me a little patient sticker to put on. Mm -hmm. But I, I was wondering, like, why would you give me one and not him one? Like, they don't know the difference. Like, But he's coming with me. But they know that he's too young to be having the colonoscopy. No, what they, I mean, you know, but just coming, like, in, you know, making the rounds. With gotcha. Getting so everybody spot. was nice. Everybody was friendly. Everybody was super nice and friendly. Yeah. Registration lady, super nice and friendly. And then I get upstairs to the office. And like she, they must have called ahead because as soon as I get there, the lady was like, Thomas Dean? And I was like, uh-oh. Thomas Dean? Yeah. Thomas Dean. Like Thomas Comedine? No, Com Thomas Dean. Oh, they thought that was your name? Yeah, they thought. Because a lot of people, <laughs> they see the name and they just think that it's the other way. They think Thomas is probably she my first name. She didn't say that. You know, she, she did. Say, she no, said she Thomas Dean. No, she, yeah, no, no. She, well, she said, but she was, she was a foreign lady. So normally for, uh, foreign people pronounce the Dean part right. Okay, really? Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. All right. And she was like, give me your papers. Mm -hmm. She said in that accent, too. Oh, boy. Yeah. All right. But, um, but now, so then, so then eventually they took me back to the back. And I mean, every, they were so nice, man. And then it was this moment as I was laying down on the bed. So I had to, you know, get dressed or get undressed and then put the little sheet on it. It's this moment that I realized I just like being pampered. So you, you you consider a colonoscopy being pampered. pampered? Kind of. You're the first person ever to say that. Ever. In kind the history of. of mankind. Kind of. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> you know, it's like Keena's thing with the dentist. It was, I do like the dentist. Yeah, it was kind of like that. Well, she's me. getting her teeth cleaned. Your yours isn't quite the same Not cosmetic really close. or sensation. Right. So but you like the idea of being catered to. Yeah, I like the idea of being, being attended catered to. to. Being tended to like attended to like that. I mean, you're not getting your toes done. But I mean, they were so nice, man. Like, it, I mean, it was right, really it, like feeling like a good feeling. But I was like, I should be doing this all the time. Right, but this wasn't a pedicure. Just to, I know. Just to be clear. Because I don't want somebody right now calling Cleveland Clinic, Florida and saying, um, I want the Dean Thomas pampered package. The Thomas Dean. Can I, can I the get Thomas the, Dean. Can I get the Thomas Dean pampered special. colonoscopy special? That, that package. So you like being tended to. Yeah, I like being tended to. Okay. So then they wheeled me back into the operating room. Mm -hmm. And the guy in the back, there was, it was a man and a woman. And the man was like a, a former wrestler. He said, hey, I'll see the cauliflower here. Then he was, we was talking about wrestling for was a he, while. Was he talking about the ears on? Okay. Just making yeah, sure. Yeah, no. All right. <laughs> no, he was like, yeah, I'll see the cauliflower. So we talked about wrestling for a little while. And then the anesthesiologist came in mm -hmm. and it was an old friend of mine. Come on. Wow. Yes. It was an old friend of mine that I've known for over 20 years. Uh, and he, it she, was a female. And she was like, I've been waiting to knock you out for <laughs> yeah, years. No, it's so funny because like she started talking and like I knew I record because and everybody's wearing a mask and I knew I kind of recognized her a little bit. Right. And then she took the mask on. And I was like, oh, snap, what's happening? And then I was then at that moment, I got really embarrassed because I'm thinking like, oh, no. Like yeah, she's, she's about to, you know. What I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But I thought maybe she didn't recognize you until she started. No, <laughs> no. Okay, no. But but then I was like, but at some level, it was still kind of comforting because like I knew that I could trust her. You know what I'm saying? Because I've known it's, this person for it, a long time. I mean, there's something that you already knew, and yeah. that is Cleveland Clinic, Florida. They got the best people. Yeah, and for they, sure they, they care and they put everyone at ease. And yeah, I mean, we talk about our culture here. Obviously, they have the same idea with culture. Great yeah. people that you can teach to be great at their jobs. Yeah, and and then she was like, "Hey, uh, I'm gonna give you some oxygen. So just breathe deep for me three times. One, two, three. 
He was out. I was out. Do you remember fading? Do you remember fading at all or no? Barely. 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 And I was out. And next thing I know, I'm waking up. And they were like, you're all done. You're all done. All done. That's all done, man. That was it, man. And I mean, and it was, and they were like, everything's good. Everything came back good, checked out. And I was like, man, this was such a great experience. I'm glad I did this. Well, it's important that uh, not just African-American men be on the age of 40, but there's a point at which everyone needs to, because it's one of those things, whether it's colon or rectal or anal cancers in which early, catching early, Noticing, finding early, your chances of survival increase significantly. So it's one of those things that's preventative just to make sure that you're good. Yeah. And, and I mean, you didn't it, have symptoms. You were No, about I didn't anything. have symptoms. No. I didn't have symptoms, but it's a reminder because, you know, I know a lot of people with money. And then when you have health issues, money can't save you. Correct. So, like, like I always yeah. say, Steve Jobs died with billions of dollars. Right. So you, you can have all the money in the world, but like that can't fix your health. Can't buy health. So if you catch things early, yep. it's important to do that. So like for Cleveland Clinic, you know, stop by, check them out. You know, whether it is colon, a colonoscopy right. or skin cancer, whatever it is, yeah. you should get checked out. Uh, Cleveland Clinic in Florida. Yeah. So they took, you want to give them a thank you, I imagine? Yeah. You shout shout out? out. Thank you, Cleveland Clinic of Florida, for taking care of me. That's uh, I'm, I'm glad that everything was good. Same. And I'm glad that um, it was a pleasant experience. Yeah. And look at you today. You're talking. You're talking. You're sitting down just fine. <laughs> yeah. Everything's good. Everything is perfect. He came in good. this morning skipping. Really? He was like skipping through the office Wait when we saw him. That maybe you liked it too much. <laughs> <laughs> I know, man. You didn't, ha- you didn't ask when you can go back again, did you? Yeah, I was like, yo, when's the next one? They're like, Mr. Thomas, you're good for three years. Like, <laughs> what, three months? Okay, see you then. <laughs> nah, but it was good, though. Trust me. All right, so, so it wasn't nearly as scary or bad as you feared it might be. No, no. So, I mean, that That's was the, the thing. A lot of people thought, a lot of people think that a colonoscopy is going to be scary and bad. And they try to, and they put that fear in you, especially with the prep. They're like, oh, the prep is this, that. Like the prep wasn't that bad, you know. Just not eating was, you know. But you deal with that. I feel the like that's common bad. too with like surgeries. Like you're not supposed to eat for most surgeries or like right. things where you go under. But this one especially. Yes. Well, but, this one especially. as you might imagine. Yeah, yeah it's not bad for obvious reasons. Yeah. yeah. Um, it just goes to show you sometimes the things we fear most are the things that never happen. Exactly. We put that fear in our head that something bad is going to happen. But it's never really as bad as you think it's going to be. Only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Who who said that? And sharks. <laughs> and snakes. And snakes. And snakes. Especially that one that we talked about yesterday. Oh, did, did you see the, the python they captured in the Everglades? No. Oh, Eight? my God. Was it like the movie Anaconda? 18 feet long. No. The size of a shipping container. 200 and how many pounds? 15? That, I think that's it. Like 215, I think. And 122 eggs inside. No way. Yes, yeah. way. This, and they captured it? Yeah. Thank this, God. This thing was about to uh, end the planet. Yeah, I was about to say humanity. <laughs> Eat the planet. <laughs> no, a, a snake that's 18 feet, a Burmese, uh, Burmese python that's 18 feet, 200 and I think 15 pounds. Yeah. I'll have to check to see if I got um, That would wrap it, it would, it would grab Tina, mm-hmm. wrap around Tina so she couldn't move her arms and legs. It would, um, it would swallow, it would dislocate. Her own jaw. Yep, two fifteen. She she would just pop her jaw. There's no pain in that. Yeah, it's just like you know bending your fingers. The snake would would dislocate her jaw, and then it would just swallow Tina whole. You and you know the crazy thing she, about that she would be alive. She get eaten alive. But we we kind of like demonize the snake for doing that. But it's just eating. That's just, just how they do. It's just survive. It's just what they do. Nope, right. I'm, I'm not into them. 
No. No, but that's just what they do. Like, we make them sound like they're bad guys, but that's just what they they're, do. They they're just bad rap, guys. They're they bad just guys. wrap they're things up guys. and just They no, are bad guys. They're yeah. not. They just wrap things up and eat them. That's no, but just what they, they do. They suffocate you. But in, in, in Anaconda, that one had, that one, like, obviously, that one. Well, that one was like. More than survival. Yeah, yeah, that was a little bit different. That one was like, I'm going to kill some people. Yeah, that was different. That one had a mission. That one was deranged. Yeah. That one wasn't trying to survive. He's trying to just kill humans. What? Meanwhile, you're talking about with snakes. He's like that with little mice. I know. I Shoot know. little mice. But mice are different. Mice are, are, mice are evil. No, no, not, not necessarily mice, but rats. They're evil. And snakes aren't? No. Mice can't eat people. You know why Dean likes the snakes? Because they eat the mice. That's yeah, exactly. Uh, that's why. Exactly. I just, yeah. I just put two exactly. and two together. Exactly. Exactly. Why. Because the snakes eat the mice and they get rid of his biggest problem. Yep. And he's more afraid of little mice than he is snakes. So if Even I ever have a mouse in my house, can't I'm, hurt you. No, if I ever have a mouse in my house, I'm buying snakes and just letting them loose in the but house. A snake oh. can strangle you. A, a snake can bite you and kill you. A snake can do lots of things to you to make your legs and arms get amputated, to choke you out, to kill you, to eat you. But mice can't do none of that. I know, to but you. it's something about the you could fur the mice. of mice. About the fur? Yeah, like fur, like furry animals just like really What like about bunnies? Creep. Ew, even that. Like it's just like really creepy to me. He had, don't forget, when he was a kid, they had an infestation. Yeah, I had a mouse in my house once when I was a kid. Oh. You still need to write a children's book called There's a Mouse in the House. Yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. I might. There's a mouse in the house. I, I should. When we come back, the internet has given us a genius new way to sneak booze into events. Dean started to allude to it earlier. Tina's onto it. Uh, this is a great idea. This is a great, and you know me, I'm always looking for ways to sneak booze into places. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's not, it's not even about like buying the drinks. It's waiting in line to get drinks. Mm-hmm. And it's also about like, just, I don't know. Feeling man. like you're, feeling like a deviant that got over. It's, it's fun. The process is fun. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like people don't cook to eat. They cook for the process. Of they course. Enjoy. Yeah. And I like to get sneak, sneak booze into places so I can have what I want, where I want, not wait in line and either get it wrong. But then also I feel... Like, like the guy who was in the movie Goodfellas, the, the character Paulie was based on a real Paul. Mm-hmm. And he said he was, the, he was one of the five family godfathers. He was the mob boss or the one of the five families in New York. And he said, um, a meal always tastes better when it's paid for with a stolen credit card. Exactly. The process. And for me, um, I like sneaking booze into the pool, mm-hmm. into a concert, into a sporting event, whatever. This is a cruise ships. I've I've not done the cruise thing. I did that. I've never done an overnight cruise thing in my life. Yeah, we got. Why are you looking at me like we got to talk about that one? About going on an overnight cruise? Yeah. Why, why, why am I, I missing? A lot. They're like, fun. They're fun. Okay. <laughs> what the electric slide with the Johnson family reunion? <laughs> yes. In their purple shirts. Well, you just start. You start to like get to know people. That's why I don't want to be yeah. contained, and that's exactly why I don't want to be. We'll, we'll find out what that was in just a sec. John C. Cassidy is the first and last name in air conditioning. You've known this, 62 years. It's a family-owned company. That matters. They screen everyone properly. Background check. That matters. They're going to be in your home. John C. Cassidy is the best at what they do in AC, and now they've decided to help people out with their plumbing needs. Full-service repair replacement for toilets, sinks, disposals, and more. And the Cassidy Care Air Conditioning Program that saves you time, money, and aggravation for your AC. They offer it also now for your plumbing. Get a full inspection, recommendations from the John C. Cassidy Plumbing Technicians. These are friends of mine. It's a great local family. And uh, they're the best at what they do. And not just AC, now also plumbing. 561-863-6750. 561-863-6750. The first and last name in air conditioning is now your first and last name in plumbing. That's John C. Cassidy. An update on Serena Williams as her first round play continues at Wimbledon. 
and it is getting interesting as the sky is getting dark. Keep in mind, it is five hours later there in London than it is here. So you're talking about 9.48 p.m., and um, this match isn't exactly going like many expected. She is a sizable favorite. I'll just tell you right now, they're locked up at three games apiece in the final set, third set of this match. Home team, ESPN 106.3. You're listening to Josh Cohen and the home team with Dean Thomas and Tina. Delivered by Brightline. Live life on the bright side. It's a Twin Peaks Tuesday. Twin Peaks, the ultimate sports lodge for eats, drinks, and scenic views. This is ESPN 106.3. First round play at Wimbledon for Serena Williams, and she dropped the first set 7-5, won the second set 6-1. She now is serving down 4-3 in the third set. What I'm saying is like speaking Chinese to most of you. Because you don't For me, speak Chinese de- and you don't... Definitely. De- definitely me. That's both of you. Remember that one day you guys were trying to give tennis scores? <laughs> oh, yeah. And the internet decided it really wasn't that entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing that is always entertaining is the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl, which has a day and a time, don't we, Dean? Yep. It is back. The premier college football event is here. The 2022 RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl will be... Drum roll, please. December 20th. 7.30 p.m. from FAU Stadium. We already Stadium. knew that. You don't oh, need no we didn't drum know roll. We already oh. knew that. Well, I'm sorry. Like, some people that might not have heard You're it. not breaking just, news. I'm just saying, some people that might not have heard it know now. December 20th, the RoofClaim.com book or Bowl will be here. So, for more information, go to RoofClaimBocalRatoneBowl.com. December 20th, 7.30, FAU Stadium. I am dying because I am watching this match. And Serena's player box is filled with her mom, her sister Venus, her sister Isha, her physio, my friend Christy, and the rest of the team, including her new coach, which is not Patrick. So Serena's dear friend and former roommate, our shared friend Sianna, is sitting not in the player box, but in seats. And directly behind Sianna and her boyfriend Josh is this girl, Harmony Tan's family. And so this woman and this little girl are yelling and screaming to cheer on Serena's opponent, and they're like, obviously, you know, celebrating Serena's mistakes and errors and (laughs) faults. And Sienna is sitting directly in front of them, and they keep showing mom, and I'm assuming mom and like sister on the screen. And in that, you also see Sienna, and she looks like someone who just wants to turn around and say, "Shut the play up." I'm about to say it's going to be beef. They might fight. No, but but. Next time, I'll point the screen as quick as I can when they pop up. And yeah. you'll be like, look at how, look at the look. How like, uncomfortable it looks. You don't need to, everyone knows the eye roll, the hard, long blink. Yeah. When someone, like when you're on a plane and there's a screaming, crying baby in the seat in front of you mm-hmm. or behind you right. and that face that you make, like, that's what Sienna's doing every time they're showing this girl <laughs> Harmony's family uh, celebrating a point or Serena making a mistake. Oh, uh, I want to see some beef. You don't need to. You don't need to uh, study nonverbals to, to know like, that. Yeah, be like, oh, she's annoyed, uncomfortable. She's sitting in the wrong spot. <laughs> uh, Serena is serving now forty thirty in this eighth game. She trails three games to four. She's on. Uh, she's on serve, but this is obviously the lock to tie it up. 
the internet's given us a brand new genius way to sneak booze into events. You guys are both aware of this because apparently you saw it on Instagram, I'm guessing. Yes, I saw it this weekend. Tina, your hair today is a bubble braid? Bubble braid. Explain. Paint the picture for people what that is, how you make a bubble braid with your hair. So I just put my hair back into a low ponytail. You could do a high ponytail if you want. And with the hair that is left in my ponytail, I put little bunches of bubbles. Basically. It looks like bubbles. Like we said, a uh, uh Balloon animal, almost, right. it looks like. It looks like you're, like you're taking a long balloon and you're twisting it mm-hmm. you know, every three, four inches, twisting it so and you're I about have, to make it. I think animal. I have four bubbles in my hair, so I have like three different rubber bands that separate my little bunches, and mm-hmm. it looks like a bubble braid. Yep. That's what it's called, bubble braid. Yep. But um, yeah, it's super simple. So what they are doing is girls are putting their hair in the bubble braid, and then they are taking those little airplane bottles, the little shot bottles. Mm-hmm. It's like one ounce of liquor. Yeah. And they are inserting it in each of the little bubbles of your braid. Yes. So basically, your hair is just loosely covering. Covering the bubble. Remember like in those old movies we grew up in the, in the cartoons where somebody would, would dig a hole and they put sticks and branches over the top? Yeah. And then somebody would walk across it yeah. and fall in the hole? Right. So basically, the sticks and branches are your hair on the outside uh-huh. and then the bottles in the middle. So this one girl had three little airplane bottles of booze in her, her braid because it was, you know, the bubble. Then the rubber bands and the bubble, then the rubber bands and the bubble. I have a few of the like bottles at home, the mini ones. I should try it out and see if it works. Absolutely try it out. Hell yeah. If you if it works, you know you got a, a hookup now. Oh, I'm doing it all the time. But now they're gonna check. Because they'll be like, dude, we're no. not we're not dumb. We they're like, we also follow Barstool Sports on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. You think you're ringing fa- like like now you can buy on Amazon or whatever, um, fake suntan lotion bottles mm-hmm. where it's just an empty bottle. That's never had chemicals in it, but it, the label says it's suntan lotion, so you can sneak booze onto cruises. There's ah. even hairbrushes that have like an opening at oh, the bottom saw, that you can that. put in hair, hairbrushes. Um, how have you snuck booze? Real quick, Tina. I've never snuck booze in. I, I was too young when I was on a cruise. I had the fake tampons where it looks like a, it looks like a tampon, mm-hmm. but then you oh. open the thing and it's a plastic tube that you put your booze in. Yeah. And then I had my ex girlfriend. She had four of those with the rum in her purse, and one of them opened by accident, and it stained the hell out of her. Purse. I did the Listerine on a cruise ship. Just put green dye into your booze. Coming up next, the very latest on the disturbing Deshaun Watson scandal. Plus, Kyrie Irving now claims he is what? We'll tell you what Kyrie says he is. It is hour two. Cocktail hour. Home team. ESPN 106.3.